wicked, wicked fly. This is your summer. That means Six Flags in the taste of an ice-cold Coca-Cola. We're talking thrilling coasters, delicious burgers, yes. real moments together, and this. Coke is summer refreshment when you need it most, so you can hop on another ride or race down a slide at the water park. This is your summer. Six Flags and Coca-Cola. Come make it yours. Visit SixFlags.com slash Coke to save up to $20 on passes. Hey guys, how you doing? JP Sari Kolia here and welcome to another episode of H of Heroes, my podcast. Now, this podcast, this episode today is going to be one that is going to be more impromptu. Everything I do is impromptu here, uh, but it's one that is a response, my response to the news uh, by uh, George Perez, um, George Perez, that he announced on, on social media of his terminal cancer. And... I didn't know how to respond to it. Um, I wasn't planning to do this today. I wasn't planning to do this on the podcast. I had other plans for, for this episode. But um, I think it's important to respond. I think it's important to share, um, I would say, my feelings, my appreciation of George and the work that he has done over the years and the way that it has impacted me. Um, and I think it has impacted many lives, many people, and people that I, I know, people that I'm friends with, people that I communicate in this podcast through my YouTube channel. I think we have always we have been blessed by the existence, by the life, by the work, by the by the I would say the legacy of George Perez. Uh, and so I want to share that today uh, because I think it's important. I think it's important for people when they're alive to to really receive that appreciation. And I know Georges know that. If you follow his uh, Facebook page, he expressed his gratitude for that. And it's good. And I think people should be praised. They should be loved. They should be appreciated while they're alive. And while they're gone, once they're gone, it's just, um, you know, there's no turning back. Uh, so I think people need that, that, that love. And to for us to express that, it is hard to really come to this uh, to this moments. I, I know that uh, in this podcast and my channel, I have talked about the passing of many artists over the years, phenomenal artists, and always was after in the aftermath and after the passing, which was always in some ways sad because you know you have the opportunity to share or to talk about things even before you know beforehand, but. Unfortunately, life comes in a way where sometimes we don't get that opportunity. We are always running and rushing and worry about so many other things that we don't get the opportunity to get to that place where we can simply express, um, you know, like our, how we feel about things. And and I think sometimes the, the opportunity comes, and I think this is a great opportunity. And I was thinking about, you know, like, I don't know, maybe I'm rambling here. I was thinking about just making a list of my I would say the top 10 um, comics from George. But at the same time, it takes time to make those lists. I have to go through a lot of things. There's so many stories that I can talk about. Uh, and I, there was actually a list, um, uh, a video that was a long video, but um, definitely was impactful. It was great by uh, Omar from uh, Near Mint Condition. And I will have the link for those who are interested to watch it, where he shares why he feel you know his feelings towards uh, George and the, the stuff that he did um and the work and the impact in his life from a young age and 
you know how he felt always impacted by him it's a phenomenal video you should watch it it's, it's very personal and uh definitely it's a great video so i will have the link for you um in the description uh, if you're watching youtube pro probably on this on the stamps uh, i will have that but it was good i watched the video uh, normally i don't finish many videos because i have a short span memory i suppose and i'm always busy but i went through the whole video and um i enjoyed it i think omar if you watch this episode um definitely enjoy your how you, you what you share there i think it was very personal and it felt um very real and i think you know and i'm saying that you're never real uh, i love your content uh but i it's good when we can get to see that side of things you know of the human side that we all have and that we have to share so it was a great video so I was thinking already before you and I watched the video that like I, I needed to show my appreciation in some way, you know, like, but I didn't know how to do it. And I said, well, let's do it on the podcast. Let's do it here um, where I can really be without any filters and there's no arrangements. Let's just do it. You know, let's just talk about the impact. And hopefully Mr. Perez gets the opportunity to watch it at some point. Um, I know he's going to spend his last days, uh, whether it's six months to a year or whether it's even past that, because I've seen people surviving all the against all odds you know but in in the meantime that he can see that he's loved and appreciated and that he also impacted me now i want to come to the george perez page on facebook uh, i want to share the information uh, if you haven't followed this uh, page i will recommend you to do it uh, so that way you can get personal information from the mouth of the artist from from this legend of comics and um he has two posts. Uh, I'm going to read the first one. We're going to read some parts of it. Um, you know, definitely there's a lot of appreciation. Uh, he made this announcement here. And of course, he's been going around through other social platforms. People have been talking about it. But here on this page, it says, uh, from George to his fans, friends and extended family. Uh, please read below. This page will serve as a place to connect with George as well as receive updates. Please respect the privacy of George and his family at this difficult time and reach out only through this avenue. Thank you, and please to below. Um, to all my fans, friends, and extended family, uh, it's rather hard to believe that it's been almost three years since I formally announced my retirement from producing comics due to my failing vision and other infirmities brought on primarily by my diabetes. At the time, I was flattered and humble by the number of tributes and testimonials by fans and peers. And the kind words spoken on those occasions were so heartwarming that I used to quip that I only, the only thing missing from those events was me lying in a box. It was amusing at the time, I thought. Uh, now, not so much. On November 29th, I received a confirmation that after undergoing surgery for a blockage in my liver, at stage 3 pancreatic cancer. It, it is surgically in, inoperable, and my estimated life expectancy is between 6 months to a year. I've been given the option of chemotherapy and or radiation therapy, but after weighing all the variables and assessing just how much of my remaining days would be eaten up by doctor visits, treatments, hospital stays, and dealing with the often stressful and frustrating bureaucracy of the medical system, I opted to just let nat nature take its course, and I will enjoy whatever time I have left as fully as possible with my beautiful wife of over 40 years, my family, friends, and my fans. Since I received my diagnosis and prognosis, those in my inner circle have given me so much love, support, and help, both practical and emotional, they've given me peace. Uh, there will be some business matters to take care of before I go. I'm already arranging with my art agent to refund the money paid for sketches that I can no longer finish. And since despite only having one working eye, I can still sign my name. I hope to coordinate one last mass book signing to help 
make my passing a bit easier. I also hope that I will be able to make one last public appearance wherein I can be photographed with as many of my fans as possible with the proviso that I get to hug each and every one of them. I suppose it's provision. I just want to be able to say goodbye with smiles as well as tears. I know that many of you will have questions to ask or comments to make, and rather than fueling the fires of speculation and well-meaning but potentially harmful miscommunication, I will be returning to the arena of social media by starting a new Facebook account where fans and friends can communicate with me or my designated rep directly for updates and clarification. Uh, for media and press inquiries, uh, please use the contact information on the page as well. Please respect the privacy of my wife and family at this time. I use the Facebook page rather than reaching out through other channels. I may not be able to respond as quickly as I would like since I will be endeavoring to get as much outside pleasure as I can in the time allotted me, but I will do my best. Kind words would also be greatly appreciated. More details to follow once it's up and running. Well, that is for now. This is not a message I enjoy writing, especially during the holiday season. But oddly enough, I'm feeling the Christmas spirit more now than I have, have in many years. Maybe it's because I, it will likely be my last. Or maybe because I'm enveloped in the loving arms of so many who love me as much as I love them. It's quite uplifting to be told that you led a good life, that you brought joy to so many lives, and that you'll be leaving this world a better place because you were part of it. To paraphrase uh, Lou Gehring, uh, some people may think I got a bad break, but today I feel like the luckiest man of the face of the earth. Uh, take care of yourselves, and thank you, George Perez, December 7, 2021. Very loving letter to the fans. Very touching, in my opinion. Um, I think in everyone's opinion. Um, the man is just ready to, to meet the maker, um, but he's doing it in his own terms. And I feel that that's good. I feel that... When that, I would say, situation would happen, how would you want to go? Um, do you want to go just battling the system? Um, all the, you know, I, I have a friend, dear friend of mine, he's a pastor that right now he's struggling also with cancer. Cancer came back and, you know, we're praying. Last night I went to church and we pray with the family and for, you know, it's been a battle for the last five years. And... And to me, it's like, how do you want to go? That's the question. How do you want to leave? And I feel that in that situation with George Perez, um, he has chosen just to live in his own terms. And that's good. Um, I applaud him for that. Um, uh, it's not an easy thing to do. But he wants to spend the time, which is understandable, not going through doctor after doctor, through therapy, which is horrible. Uh, chemotherapy and all of that, radiation therapy, it's just horrible. It's like you feel like dying you're not even dead yet. Uh, you feel dying and just not a fun way to go. So he's like, I'm not going to just do that. I'm just going to take the time, spend with my family as much as I can, love them, be with my wife for 40 years. So 40 years, and it's a long time. And I really spend time with her and just enjoy what we have left and my family and, you know, the close, the inner circle. And to be, to me, it's, uh, that's the way to do it, you know. I wish I... When the time comes for me, I can just make that decision. If I don't think anybody wants to go through pain, and I, I don't wish pain to him. I don't wish pain to anyone that is going through a hard time like this. But I wish him the best, you know, peace till the last moment. And when the body gives gives in, you know, when the body gives out, you know, they just be able to take it, you know, and and be, you know, happy the life that you left, not not regrets. And I feel that Mr. Perez has 
that no regrets and of course you know after he said this the outpouring of love has been there you know so many people responded so many people sent him you know in messages there some people posting stuff you know like and, you know, i see videos on social media i see i see a lot of people really talking about it because the impact of this man has been so great so great that really has really showcased you know like the reality of this community that even though sometimes we're so divided in so many things, you know, we, we want this or we want that, or we don't like, we like this era. We don't like this era. We like this artist over this artist. At the end of the day, we love this and the people that have built this industry that built this world that we are so engulfed in and, and things that we can see that impact. And I would say uh, Mr. Paris has done so much uh, for comics, his impact is heartfelt everywhere in comics and movies. You know, like well, you saw that with Wonder Woman, you saw so much inspiration was taken of his work that he did there. But in so many other aspects and cartoons and animated films and you know even video games, you see the impact. Of course, he's involved. In, he has involved in so many aspects of comics that are so impactful, even in Marvel. You know, so it's just amazing what he has done. And now after that post, of course, in all the outpouring of love, he returned to this page and he responded. And it was a you know, great response here. He says, wow, simply wow. Words cannot adequately express how overwhelmed I am by the enormous number of comments expressing so much support and affection for me. Have yet to read all the thousands of lovely posts and photos from fans, friends, and colleagues, some familiar friends, some friends of the spirit, and all family. My one working eye is a little bleary right now from strain and tears, so I hope I can get back in a day or two and provide a coherent response along with any updates I may have regarding my life's journey. Until then, I imagine that's what it says, I will say one thing again. Thank you. Thank you all. I am blessed beyond my worth and humbled by your favor. I will tell you, I have never met the guy. I never, uh, I'm even though you know I'm a big comic book fan. Um, I've never been crazy about comic book conventions. I did went to comic book conventions when I was a bit younger, but I was never really like you know like I super crazy about it. And until this day, I'm not always crazy about them. Uh, I just I like I'm perhaps I'm more of a I want to say timid. I'm not timid. But I, I prefer solitude uh, over anything. That's perhaps one of the reasons you don't see me talking to many people here on the channel. Like, I don't do a lot of live chats. Um, most of the time, it's just me sharing my thoughts. And I enjoy that. I don't have a problem. I know some people need the interaction. I know some uh, YouTubers here, they like to be on with other people and talking and all that. It just doesn't do much to me. I'm just not affected by it. It doesn't really attract me as much. I spend a lot of time through my work and my life with a lot of people, you know, talking to people, but I love to be by alone. I love to be by myself. So I, I really don't get, I didn't get the chance to visit. And I've been thinking if there is, I was just thinking about it now, if an opportunity comes, if he decides to go to a convention um, or to do some type of gathering, I will definitely go. I will make the effort to go just to meet him. And, and I think it's a great opportunity while he's still alive to say, thank you. Um, I never met him in person. I know so many people have the stories to share and they have mentioned this, um, the impact that he has, that he's always been very kind, uh, very loving, very um, loving. Sorry for, I don't even know what to say now. Um, he's very, um, he's a humble guy, a guy that is approachable. Uh, some people were saying, like Omar was saying, that from all the artists that he has met, he is the one that is the, the, the one that you can really feel comfortable with. Uh, in comparison to any other. He's just really nice, down to earth. 
And I've seen so many videos of the guy, you know, to be honest, you know, like even though I don't go to conventions, I like to watch videos. And I've seen so many interviews. The last few days I was, I've been watching um, a lot of videos with George Perez, um, a lot of videos that I haven't watched and, you know, from different opinions and all that, different excerpts of things and different cons and where he was and people talking. And he just seems just the coolest guy ever. You know, he is Puerto Rican. Um and that's another thing that I, I feel proud of. You know, I'm not Puerto Rican. My wife is Puerto Rican. My daughter was born in Puerto Rico. Um, so I'm technically <laughs> Puerto Rican by now. And even before I met my wife, um, I, 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 you know, I, I had a lot of Puerto Rican friends. They were kind of like family to me. I always knew that I would end up marrying a Puerto Rican girl. That was just the way it was because my closure to them uh, and to these people that, are, in my opinion, are amazing. And they're super talented. They're down to earth. You know, you, what you see is what you get. And um, I think George Perez, when I look at him, when he talks, it's to me, he's a he's a New Yorkian. He's a Puerto Rican from New York, just like my wife. And to me, it's um, he just like that, you know, and it's the guy that I really feel that appreciation, not only because he's Puerto Rican, but also being Hispanic, Latino. Um, he he was for many years, a, you know, a figure that we represented people like us, like. Omar was saying in his video, he was talking about that uh, he felt uh, that correlation. He felt that that you can feel identified with someone that is making it in the comic book world in a big way. Um, and I did. I think the same, you know, like to me, like just to see the name, you know, Pettis, you know, it's, it really tells you that someone that is like me, it's there. And I think for years, even as a kid, it was always nice to see someone like that. And when you look at the history of George Paris, um, the stuff that he did, of course, when he started in comics, he started, you know, there were some hard times, you know, even Neil Adams was very critical of his work, but he took that criticism and he went and um, and he really expanded into his art. He improved his art and the quality of it. And you can see that evolution of, uh, in this case of Pettis through the years and the way that he's doing the work. And uh, to me, when people ask me, and at some point I'm going to give you my top 10, I'm going to make a video, a good quality video, when I talk about the top 10 stories and comic book runs and everything that Pettis did. And of course, it's going to be short of anything because ultimately he did so much amazing stuff. But I'm going to give you my top 10. But I'm telling you, um, when I go back into the era of comics, you know, to me, the, the 70s era, the 80s era, which is where I'm more, you know, technically I grew up around, that era of comics, my favorite era. Uh, then definitely there's stuff in the 90s, but to me, the stories were really good during that era. When you think about, um, you know, my heroes then, it was John Byrne and George Perez. That was it. You know, the two artists that I really admire the most, of course, there were others, Frank Miller. But uh, I just love the work and the energy they have. And in, in so many ways, you can see the comparison. There's a video by, I think they... The spinning rack. It's a video in YouTube. It's a channel, small channel, but man, this is a lengthy video that I watched, like 40 minutes of something yesterday, last night when I was trying to go to sleep. And in the video, um, they, you know, I have the link because you need to follow this little ch this channel. They, they, they talk about comics. This guy talked for 40 some minutes about, you know, the comparisons between uh, George Perez and uh, John Byrne, the similitudes, uh, the similarities between them and their careers and how good they were and the things that they're so close that it's kind of like walking the same path and they're two different lanes, but they're walking the same path. And to be honest with you, it's a, a very good video, you know, with so much information in a conversational manner, you know, it's, it's good. It's a great video. So I recommend you to follow uh, in this. I think the name of the guy is Speed. 
a great video, great content. And I'm telling you, it's, it was um, it was good, you know, to see that the similitudes. And to me, like they were, you know, growing up, they were the heroes. They were the guys that they were doing the best work. You know, with George, you, you realize that you know he started, of course, um, doing the stuff with um, the Sons of the Tiger, with the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu. Then he went to do Avengers, which is a run that he did that a lot of people recognize the work that he put in the Avengers um, with so many great writers, you know, so many great stories. And the art was so vibrant. And what amazing thing about George is that the way that he's able to, you know, create these scenarios where there's so many characters in, in the shot and it, it looks good, you know, because it can look messy, but he did it good in a way that looks appropriate. Amazing work. He did stuff with X-Men during that time, of course, with the Fantastic Four, he was doing some stuff amazing stuff and sometimes when you look at even john byrne and the who was like sharing sometimes work it was john byrne and sometimes it was perez it's like you can see that there's some differences but there are a lot of similarities they were both young they were very young during that time and they were the fresh blood of the time and people were loving the energy of these guys but perez you know there are differences you know like one thing i would say i, I, I always so you ask me which is who is my favorite artist i will tell you Byrne. i always prefer Byrne, um more clean look um, over Perez, but Perez has was always great in creating these big splash pages. He was amazing with them, with all these characters, you know, all these faces. If there's one that a person that has drawn almost everyone, it's been Perez because in, in one page he could draw the entire catalog of or the entire roster of heroes of the Marvel universe or the DC universe. It's just the way it was. But you know, Perez was had this energy, that vibrancy, you know, that it was. It is amazing the way he was doing it. And of course, you know, from that, you know, he was working fantastic for and all of that stuff. Things kind of didn't yell at well, you know, at, at some point, the stuff that was happening at Marvel. So he ended up going with Mark Wolfman to the, in this case, to DC and Teen Titans. And Teen Titans is a, it's a tremendous story that impacted DC. And of course, you know, everything that happened, the Judas contract, the Nightwing, you know, all these young heroes. It was amazing amazing to look at i've actually i've been uh in the last few months i've been reading so many different stories i've been reading going back to stories that i've read over the years but i like to go back over time because you tend to forget things and sometimes you miss things so i've been reading teen titans again and uh alongside all the things and other things from the you know from the bronze age and um you know on the from the 80s as well so it's just like man it's just impactful the heroes that he created there and uh, amazing run so Teen Titans was amazing, of course, and um, during that time, he was doing some other stuff also at DC, some stuff that he was doing with Justice League, and he was doing also covers, amazing covers that he did also with Marvel Fanfare, all that stuff back in Marvel, and then, of course, the Crisis on Infinite Earths, which is definitely, when we talk about the Crisis on Infinite Earths, you're talking about pre-crisis and post-crisis, you know, it, this was the event. And to be honest, you know, when you read it the first time, man, it was confusing, you know, because it, it can be like, man, what are you trying to do? But it was cleaning. The purpose of the story was to clean the entirety of the DC universe, brought everything into a situation where, you know, like, OK, let's clean this out because it's such a mess here. And it did its purpose. It did it good. Um, but the art there. And the impact that it created, and of course, you know, some of those events haven't lasted. Some of the things that happened there, of course, haven't been haven't lasted that long because ultimately, of course, the universe has changed, and the DC has evolved in different eras, different times, different um, approaches to things. But the impact that it created there, and the story, and the splashes, and the pages, and the art, and all these heroes, and George was on it. it was he was a mastery. It is a class 
it is a class for those who want to know art comic book art you need to go and read those stories you know to read and look at the art that he put in there and of course after that it came to me the most amazing run for wonder woman of course in the aftermath you know he wonder woman is amazing in my opinion it is amazing you know the, the stories that are there the impact that um was there and the art was good and of course he took the, also the uh, the ability not just to be a plotter but to be a writer and unbelievable the the, the work that was put out there it, it was just impactful it was amazing and uh i always gonna love wonder woman i reviewed the omnibus you know time ago years ago the first omnibus uh, amazing work i'm still i'm still to review the other volumes but it was just an amazing run and george was just like on top of his game his art his ability of course at the beginning with his writing part he's a bit shaky but then he started gaining momentum and of course he's more familiar goes back to teen titans and does stuff there which was amazing and of course he went through a time where things kind of slowed down um things at dc didn't work out or he was not satisfied with some of the uh the ways that the way the dc was dealing with some of the stuff that he was creating so he took a little time. He was doing other things. Then when he went to Marvel, and, and Marvel was an interesting time. He was doing some solo stuff. He was already, I think, dealing also with some health problems. But um, things that happened with Marvel, of course, the Avengers run uh, with Kurt Busiek. Um, it's definitely considered one of the greatest. During that time, in the, it was 1998 when the, he was, I was not already, it was at that moment, I was, I was not reading comics. I was out of comics for, for a good while. Uh, came back a few years later, uh, and then I got the opportunity to read some of this stuff. Of course, you can see the evolution of the art, um, more 90s, of course, you know, he's taking that. Uh, but a lot of people love that run, you know, and this definitely was an impact. And a lot of stuff that we see in the Marvel Universe now, of course, took an inspiration from the stuff that was there. So, you know, it's this interesting. Of course, you, you have uh, Future Imperfect with Hulk and Peter David, which is amazing run as well, amazing miniseries or you know what two stories two single issues or whatever but it is it is a great story and the art and of course you know the impactful thing and how oh, i just forgot too i just forgot it i cannot really pass this but infinite the infinity gauntlet <laughs> that is something that in the early 90s was so impactful and even though he didn't finish it um uh, it was impactful the mcu really managed to use it as the pretty much the basis and the pretty much the the foundation for what of course the mcu the universe that they have created so when you see the first splash page it is you, you know you're for a treat you know george is at, at its game right here because that's what he does and he does better than anybody else of course he went to do other things like sirens things like that and um he's been doing things here and there but it's always been in the cons and it's always the appreciation and there's so much stuff that i can go through stuff that he did at marvel back in the 70s stuff that he did also in the 80s and the other different runs uh a lot of pages the inhumans all that stuff man I mean, he did so much stuff uh, and he's still i don't know just something about george that has always been so good so good and to be honest with you he even though i prefer always burn george was right there like kind of like touching, touching there. And I knew, even though I prefer Burn just for my reasons, I think it's because my first comics or the comics that I started reading was where, where George was involved. Of course, I have that appreciation. And the second person I read was, in this case, Perez. But but at the same time, it's easier to understand that in so many ways, Perez surpassed Burn in so many things, even over the years. Even over the years, I think even Perez was a better anchor 
than Byrne, you know? That's the truth. And there were things that he was better. He was better at splash pages than Byrne was. Although Byrne did amazing splash pages as well. And um, it's just something about the life and the legacy and the impact. Because even after his passing, and we're talking about now in the future, you never know if that's going to happen that soon. We know we are on this earth. I, I know that. You know, we, we're not here eternal. Um, the time that is given, that is allotted to us, we have to use it. And I feel that Perez did such an amazing, he had so many accomplishments in the time that was given to him. And the impact that he has given us, it's just unreal. And to be honest with you, I don't even know what else to say. Um, he impacted me in, in a, a way that not only because he represented people like me, you know, people, Hispanic, Latinos in the United States, in the comic book world. But also, he was a guy that had the opportunity to do what he loved. And I think in the end, that's what's more important. And really coming now to the end of the podcast. In the end, it's about doing what you love. You're pushing for the stars. Even what other people say, you cannot do it. I think he did. He represented Puerto Ricans. He represented Latinos. He represented young artists. He represented a generation that so comics as a way to express, you know, things and beautiful things. And his art was so lively. And every person, regardless of the color, the race, regardless of place of origin, regardless of gender, sexual orientation or whatever, or whatever else we can use, you know, to determine who we are, I think we can always relate to George. We can relate to his life. At the end of the day, it's about being a good human being. It's about... The legacy that you leave is no more just the work that you do. It's about the things that you, how you impact people. Like I was, for example, like there was something, and I was going to point out, uh, I saw some comments people are saying, like they want to do the stuff that he did with the Avengers, the cross uh, crossover between Avengers and the Justice League. People want, why is it that Marvel doesn't reprint it? And there's some type of thing people are asking for it. Uh, and all the funds that come through it go to the family. To be honest with you, I'm not that type of person. Um, I've never been a fan of those type of things where, like, for example, I, like, even the people that sell, like, the the Girl Scout selling cookies, you know, you pay for the cookies. Of course, part of that money goes to pay for the manufacturing and all the stuff in the process of doing the cookies, and the other a percentage goes to, to support the, the Girl Scouts. To me, it's like, no. Like, if I have to give, I'd rather give to a fund, a family fund, my money, so every cent, every penny goes to that. Than trying to, you know, make a commemorative, commemorative book just in the passing of the guy. Only a percentage goes to the family, while the rest just covers the expenses. And then, if those books end up in the pretty much on eBay, because that's what's going to happen, you know, because they're not done forever. And then scalpers take advantage of the situation. So to me, it's like kind of like being a vulture flying over a, a you know, an, a carcass or an animal that is about to die. Not saying that you know that's what that, I'm not using that as an example here on the life of Perez because he's not an animal. He's not an animal, a carcass. But um, I just feel like that. I feel that you know if we want to support the family, I think what he's looking is just for you know to spend time with his fans, with his, everyone. Uh, and you know if there's a family fund to support the family, you know to create a fund just for him. Uh, I he he supported so many charities. Support the charities that he supported. Uh, I know that the books will come out, the editions, the deluxe versions, all of that will come out at some point. 
But I don't think that's the way to approach it, um, that the companies come together DC, and it's good if they do it. But to be honest, you know, a lot of that money is going to go into paying for the expenses of producing those type of books. I already give all, every single dollar that I give goes to his family. And all, all the charities that he has, because I think he, he even mentioned it, like he, he has been blessed financially over the years for the stuff that he has done. And sometimes at the end of the day, it's not about just the money. It's about, you know, leaving that legacy and that someone will continue with that legacy that we started. And I think Mr. Perez has, has left a legacy. He is a man that has shown us in so many ways that you can live a fulfilling life till the last moment. And at the end, of the, at the end we all are going to have to depart this world. But how are we going to depart? That's the question. Are we going to depart and the world's going to be sadder for it? Or the world is going to be uplifted by it? And I feel that, uh, yes, we will, there will be some sadness because we admire the guy. But at the same time, I feel that we are uplifted by his life and what he has done and the legacy. And in the end, he decided to do what we all should do, put family first. Um, and spend the most time, value the time that is given to us with them. I would say in this moment, if you ever watch this video, I know life is precious and you're using your time the most. But if you ever watch this, if you have the opportunity, I would say, Mr. Press, thank you very much. Thank you, George, for what you have done over the years for us. Thank you for the art. You know, admire your work. Admire what you have done. Admire your legacy. Admire you as a person, as a Latino, as a Puerto Rican. Admire you as the artist, as a geek. Um, you have meant a lot to me, and you continue to mean a lot to me, and you will continue to mean a lot to me. In this channel, you will always be one of the pillars. Even after you're gone, we'll continue. Got whatever God, time God gives me on this earth, I will continue sharing your art. And maybe I just make that commitment to share more of your art, which I haven't really done as much in the channel. Um, to find time to express more and to really showcase the things that you did because you did amazing stuff. And to me, that's just so valuable, so valuable. And I hope the next generation that come after us can really see your work, go back and say, hey, look at this. This were the giants of comics. And I know uh, George Perez is one of them. My friends, God bless you. Take care. Please let me know how you feel about it. If you want to share your thoughts about it, anything that impacted you from Paris, just write it down in the comments below. My friends, God bless you. Thank you for listening. If you're doing this with different platforms, thank you for watching. If you're doing it on YouTube, uh, take care and God bless. Bye-bye.